And to connect to that spirit inside of them and to be able to see the goodness that they are and exemplify that and use it to replace all of those negative low vibration feelings. So then they can show up in their personal life and their family life or their work life being the person they actually want to be and not the person they feel that they have to be. You are listening to The Breakout Podcast. I am your host, coach, and biggest cheerleader, Jordan Hemsley, and it is my personal mission to help women develop confidence and determination to finally start living the life they've been dreaming of. In this podcast, you will learn how to control your inner power and use that to propel yourself forward, create the life you want, and shatter the box you've been living in. So sit back, relax, and get ready to break out. Hello and welcome to the Breakout Podcast. Today I am so excited to finally have a guest on here and I am especially excited to have Talisha be my very first guest because she is someone that I just deeply admire and love so much and she has been so instrumental in my own personal growth and I am just so thrilled to be able to share her with you guys. So Talisha is an advocate for women's health and success on all different levels Beginning with her bachelor's degree in social work and working with young women in need through today and her growing company, Foster Vitality, with the mission of mind, body, and spirit connection. And I just, I just love that. Talisha has developed a set of powerful energy healing classes, each one focused on the needs of her clientele and a successful active online forum. Her newest class, Soulfully You, empowers women to be their highest self through learning this healing technique. And as Miss Female Entrepreneur USA, she was awarded the Best Marketing, Most Magnetic Brand, Best Sportsmanship, and Most Influential Awards. On top of all of that, she is a proud wife and a mother to two darling little children. I'm so excited, like I said, to bring Talisha on here. So let's jump right in. Well, hello, Talisha. Thank you so much for coming on today. Oh my goodness. I am so excited to be here and just to share this time with you. Thank you for having me. Oh my gosh. After just reading that, I just, what, is there anything that you are not good at or that you can't do? (laughs) (laughs) You know, there are a few things. I was always that rebel in school that refused to take home ec classes because I was so bad at it. And guess what? I am still not good (laughs) at anything home ec related. (laughs) I don't believe it, but that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. Okay, so just tell me, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us what you do, what you stand for. Maybe give us a little background of your story. Yeah, I would love to share all of that. So I am your perfect mix of an extroverted introvert. (laughs) I love to go out and be social, but I also crave my downtime, my alone time. So that really sums me up as far as my personality goes. Super bubbly, fun, love to just hang out with people. But I'm also like the bookworm and I love to read and (laughs) spend my summers outside and just relaxing. So those are little bits and pieces about me. And I mean, I grew up dancing. And so again, the social part there, but in all of those years dancing all through my childhood and all through my teen years, 
I learned so much from, from that time. And it really helped me to develop, you know, a good hard work ethic and dedication to what I'm doing. No matter what it is, it's just that dedication to do a job well done and to give it my all. And then also taught me a lot of confidence, which has now been able to help me in growing this business and it all started about four years ago. Actually, excuse me, it started about five years ago. And I suffered a big trauma in my life. I lost a person I deeply loved, my grandmother. And through that trauma and that loss of losing her, I lost myself. Honestly, like I always tell people, it felt like my world flipped upside down. I didn't know left from right. I didn't know who I was. Because all I was feeling was intense amounts of grief and pain. And that grief and pain quickly turned into panic and avoidance and wanting to just kind of hide away for a long time. Yeah, that's the worst. Yeah, it was it was a really awful time in my life. But it also had its perks because after I was finally able to get myself some help, um, I realized I have all of these wonderful blessings and gifts that I get to share with people. And that turned into this business, Foster Vitality. So I'm very grateful for all of that hard stuff I had to go through. Yeah, that's amazing. And I'm glad you had to go through it too, because now I get to know you. Yes. Uh, <laughs> how you are. Like, I just love it. Okay, so tell us a little bit about Foster Vitality and what it is you do within that. Okay, perfect. I would love to share about that. So Foster Vitality is actually named after my grandmother. Um, her last name was Foster. And so when I was trying to think of how I wanted this business to look and grow and the feel of it, um, it really encompassed her because she was the reason that I started this, right? Like without her passing and going through that tough time, I never would have even opened myself up to realize that I had something that I could share with the world that would be a game changer and help heal and help families to grow together instead of growing apart. And so foster vitality encompasses her. So to foster the strength that we have within us, vitality just means, you know, to, to have those positives and to really seek the good that we are wanting. And, and that's how I help people is I help them to remove the things that are no longer serving them, whether it be guilt or whether it be shame or any other emotion that makes them feel less than. So carrying burdens that just make them feel heavy inside and that sadness and depression, even anxiety, all of those things, um, we work on removing the causes of them. And then from there, I help guide people through this really beautiful experience of connecting to their soul. And what I found was most women know how to pray or men and most of them know who they're speaking to while they're praying, but they don't know how to connect to their soul or their spirit. And in my business, what I do is I help them to discover their soul or spirit self, whatever term resonates the most with people and to connect to that spirit inside of them and to be able to see the goodness that they are and exemplify that and use it to replace all of those negative low vibration feelings so then they can show up in their personal life and their family life or their work life being the person they actually want to be and not the person they feel that they have to be oh my gosh I love that I mean I'm a huge advocate of like 
living in soul and like doing things that are powerful for you as an individual. And I mean, at the end of my podcast of every single podcast, it says, you know, live in your passion, your purpose and with a promise to be who you are. And so I just, I love love all of that. Yes, it goes very well with what you're doing as well. And I think there's this huge movement going on right now of, um, I mean, I work primarily with women, so I'm going to use women a lot, but men can fall in that category too. But I think a lot of women are really done with the bull crap and they're ready to step into who they really are. They just don't always know what's holding them back or the process of how to do it. And sometimes there's a lot of fear associated with it. And so I love that you're like, just passionately do it. Like, that's what it's all about is to have that passion behind it. <laughs> it is. Well, and it's so funny because I feel like so many women want to be there. They want to break out of this box that they've essentially built around themselves. But like you said, they don't know how or they don't know where to start and they don't know what it is that they actually need to do to live in that space. Yes. Yep. That's exactly it. <laughs> yes. Okay. So why do you think that? you know, this type of healing and this type of living in your soul and being able to work with that, I guess. Why do you think that's so important? Well, for me, a lot of it comes, you know, from my own spirituality. I'm a very big advocate for Christ and trying to follow his example. And so because of that, if we're going to try and live that way and try and live a good life, try and live in a way that that says, I want to be kind to people. You know, I want to love my neighbor. I want to serve and, and help other people. It's really, really challenging to do that when your days are just filled with survival mode. When your days just feel so heavy that you don't even want to wake up for the day. Or maybe you do, but you're frustrated and you quickly snap into angry mom or mean mom or, you know, overwhelmed mom. All of those things prevent you from really being the person that you want to be. And so I feel like it's so important because if our end goal or, you know, the bigger picture of things is to be more Christ-like or to be more kind or to be more charitable, it's really, really hard to do it. And if you don't understand who you are, then that what that's what makes it so much easier to step into that angry mom or that mean mom. And, you know, for my own life, when I went through my trauma, and this could be for anyone, Um, It doesn't have to be a trauma-related thing. Any sort of pain that you go through, what generally happens is you close yourself off, right? Like your heart and your mind say, nope, we never, ever want to feel this kind of pain again. We don't want to experience this kind of hurt. And you just kind of take on this feeling of rejection, right? And so when that happens, you subconsciously create these walls around you that say people can't enter in because generally it's other people who hurt, right? Or their actions that hurt. And so because of that wall that is built up, what it does is not only does it block people from entering in and giving you love or giving you kindness, it blocks them because you've already said, I don't want people in. But it blocks you from being able to fully love and show up in the spaces that you want to show up in. So for me, I had my daughter three months after I lost my grandma. And I honestly, I thought that it would be like my saving grace. I would have this perfect new baby. 
that I could hold and love and she could cuddle with me through those long, you know, just nights of desperation of grief. But that wasn't the reality. What happened is she came out and I had all of these walls built up and all of this fear of losing another human. And I blocked out my daughter and I couldn't connect with her the way I wanted to. I couldn't feel her spirit the way that I felt my son's. And it was very devastating for me. It, w- it added another layer of sorrow on top of my plate. And I didn't realize it until years later that that's what happened was when we block out any of the bad or when we block out and say, like, I can't feel an emotion, that means we're also blocking out the good. And so that's why it's so important to me is because if we want to feel more good or really help other people, you've got to be able to feel and experience life around you, no matter if it's in the more positive side or the more negative side. Yeah, I feel like feeling all of the emotions is a good thing. It's how you deal with those emotions that is really what's going to decide how you are, how you, again, feel about those emotions. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, the biggest thing I hear people say to me is like, well, I don't want to feel negative. I'm like, well, yeah, like (laughs) no one does, but you have to feel it and move through it or you're just going to bury it and cause yourself more issues. And like I see for most people is the more buried the emotions you have, the more physical ailments you have. Yes, I see that all the time. Yeah, it comes out. It has to. It has to come out somehow. We are not meant to keep emotions bottled inside. Yeah, it's so crazy. I talked to someone the other day who was experienced some serious neck pain. And I had just gone through this process a few months ago, weeks ago, something like that. Anyway, where I was having neck pain and I asked myself a series of questions and went through this journaling experience, really. And by the time I was done, like my neck pain was gone, like entirely gone. It was crazy. You can't see me right now, but I'm like smiling and nodding my head like, yes, it's so real. It makes a huge difference. Yeah, it's just crazy. And so I know that a lot of people think that it's like, um, I don't know what the word is. It's just like not good work to do or something. Yes. I, I've heard so many people <laughs> be like, oh my gosh, that's of the devil and all of this stuff. So what are like some other common myths that you see within like this line of work? Oh, yeah. And I have gotten all of them. And in my first like year or two of business, I took it so offensively and was like, so upset because I thought that people should know that I was a good person and a good person wouldn't do things that were bad, (laughs) you know, but you slowly have to kind of let go of other people's opinions because they're always going to have them. But yeah, some of the common myths are that it's witchcraft. I've heard that one, like people call me that a lot. Now I'm like, yeah, you know what? I am like, (laughs) because I do things more holistically, like I'll take that, whatever. Um, So yeah, witchcraft is a common myth or that it's like voodoo stuff. Like I'm speaking Mm -hmm. to unclean spirits, you know, (laughs) which is so not the case. I do not do that. Or that I'm a fortune teller. Like if people come to me, I'm going to be able to completely diagnose and tell them what every single ailment is and what's going to happen to them in 10 years. And it just, it's not the case. Like working with people and their emotions is seriously working with their emotions. Like 
I'm not able to be this massive, intuitive person 100% of the time that's going to be able to say, if you do this, then you're going to get that. Like, I leave that up to my client and let each person have their own experience with receiving information. Yeah, it's crazy. I've had so many people who have, I'd, I don't personally do the same work as you, but I've had people tell me experiences where they'll be like, oh my gosh, they knew exactly what was wrong with me with this and this and this and this. And I think to myself, I'm like, how do they know exactly everything? And then yes. as it comes out, they gave the other person tiny clues or hints, but they physically or not physically, they said things out loud. And that in turn will give you your intuition kicks in a little bit and you're able to kind of piece things together and figure out what is wrong with them and what's causing all the issues. Yes, absolutely. And I always love to teach people, you know, our spirits, they know truth. And so we're naturally drawn to things that are going to bring us that truth. And so when you're in a setting like that, when you're working with someone and you're working to clear their emotions or, you know, just helping them to let go of things that don't serve them, of course, you're both going to have your intuition. But it's never a setting where where I try and diagnose and say, this is 100% what was going on with you. I love to ask, people questions and let them explore that process them, themselves because one, it allows them the accountability to take charge of their life. And two, it takes off the pressure from me because it's not my responsibility to find answers for another person, but it is my responsibility to help another person to be open and feel safe enough that they can find those answers within themselves. Because again, our spirits know truth. We just have to open up that pathway. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy how much we want to speak our truth and we don't realize it until we get into like this flow of things, which is why I journal so much is because I'll start writing with the intention of one thing and end up somewhere totally different. And it's, it's crazy. How oh, that yeah. happens. Well, and it's crazy too. What happens when you start to be honest with yourself, you start to be honest with other people around you and then other people around <laughs> you are like, whoa. Like, who is this person, you know, and, and it, it kind of takes them a minute to adjust too. but it's such an incredible process to be able to start somewhere and then realize, oh, I'm actually over here. And this is how I got there. It's my favorite thing to watch people go through. It is so crazy. And to watch like the realization of, oh, my gosh, that's totally what I needed. Yes. <laughs> I love it. It just fills my heart with like so much love. Oh, it's so good. Okay, let's give these listeners some like actionable things that they can implement right now to start putting this into play in their lives at home so they don't have to like go see someone once a week and like confess everything. <laughs> right, right. Well, obviously, I'm still going to recommend to go see yes. someone <laughs> because it is so important. Only because we are our own block. And even for myself, like I work with clients every day, but I still hire someone else to work on me because I'm not able to see some of those darker things within me or I'm scared and I just need someone else to help validate me. So that's still on the table, yeah. but <laughs> I love it. As far as things to do right now, that is very important. I remember I said I'm a dancer. Like I have this hard dedication love passion. And so I'm passionate about helping other people to be passionate about passionate about their own healing. So these are some simple things that you can do no matter where you're at. Like you can do this in the car while you're waiting for your kids. 
You can do this with your children or um, just any time where you just have five or so minutes throughout your day. A lot of people think that healing takes massive amounts of time. For some things it does, but you can be healing any second of any day just by doing these simple steps and it's going to activate the cells in your body. Your mind is listening and it's going to create a new reality for you. So the first one I love to recommend is mirror time. And what this looks like is you just look at yourself in the mirror. You guys, so many people avoid looking at themselves in the mirror. It's scary because you have to see yourself, but that's just another wall that we put up of that fear of being able to look at yourself. And it's really, really easy, but you, you feel while you do this experience and your brain, if it has any emotion that doesn't feel positive, your brain is going to kick in and say, Oh, we don't feel safe doing this. So we're going to try and do everything else not to look at ourselves. So even though I say it's easy, it still does require that effort on your part to say, I'm doing this. I don't care what thoughts come to my head. I'm going to do this. And you just look at yourself right in the eyeballs and you just feel, okay? I don't care no matter what emotion it is, you allow yourself to feel. If you start crying within two seconds, allow those tears to come because it means that you're releasing. If you feel happiness, Watch how you have a smile that starts to form on your face. Whatever the emotion is, feel it. So that's the first one. And then the second one is to create a power statement. So a power statement is very similar to an affirmation, but it's better. <laughs> it's called power but for a reason because you're claiming more. You're like grabbing at it and it's this like powerful statement all about you. And it's not about you and the present sense, but you and your future sense. So if you are struggling with being a mom and feeling overwhelmed, include in your power statement, how you are an organized, creative mother who enjoys spending time with her family and say a statement like that, that's really going to boost your positive energy. Or if you're struggling with your own personal identity, say, I am a woman of worth and value. And I accept that every single day. So do you feel that difference in there? Like it's a statement about yourself rather than a statement of, I am going to be happy today. <laughs> and although that is good, it still has a different vibration to it. You're really claiming this person that you're going to be. And when you say how you're going to be, your brain listens and gives you experiences to help you be that person you're going to be. And it makes the action easier. And then oh, I love the that. Isn't it awesome? I, I love it too. So then the third one is really about self-reflection. So I love how you brought up journaling because a lot of energy healing is about the process of discovery. It's really hard to let things go if you don't know what it is that you have to let go of. Like, I can't tell you how many times I've had clients say, I don't know. And I'm like, yes, you do. We just have to discover it. So my last tip is decide how you want to feel. So that may be you wake up every single day and you ask yourself, how do I want to feel today? And then add experiences in your day that help you feel that way. So again, if you want to be a creative mom and you want to feel that connection with your child, 
think about how you feel when you're doing that. Okay, so does it make you feel happy and good? Okay, so what activities are you going to do with your child that day that are going to help you feel happy and good? It's all about deciding how you want to feel and then doing the actions every single day that help you to feel that way. Because not every single day is going to look perfect or wonderful or, you know, I mean, I'm a mom too. Like my kids wig out. They cry at the worst possible time. But if I focus on the good that I want to feel with them that day, it doesn't make their tantrum or their pain this huge thing. It just makes it a moment because I'm already focused on the bigger, better moment of how I want to feel that day. I love all of those. I think it's so important, like you said, to actually make the decision and put forth the effort to actually do that. Yes. And that's exactly it is like most people, their decisions stop at that moment of action. But the more you can train your brain to take action, it becomes habit. And you're going to crave that action because you're going to crave wanting to feel good because your body, your spirit, it knows truth and it naturally wants to do things to feel good. So it's just, it's a great process how it all starts to kick in as long as you allow yourself to do it. Yeah. You have to make that decision and then go for it. And I, I love all of those ways to be able to do that. Thank you. Cough in my throat. Anyway, it is been so good talking with you, Talisha. And thank you. I, I'm like just so excited to be able to implement these and so excited to, that I had you on here and I'm so, so excited for where like the future is going to go with us. And I know amazing things are coming, but. Oh, I um, cannot wait for it all. <laughs> I love it so much. Why don't you just leave our listeners with just one more like super big piece of advice that you have for them. Yes, I could totally do that. Would you like me to share about the Ho'oponopono? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would be amazing. That's one of my favorite things. Okay, perfect. So the best advice I can give our your listeners is to love yourself, right? And this is a great way that you can do it because it, it gives you four action steps again. So remember, we talked about that, like that daily action. This gives you action that you can do every single day. It's worked for myself and it's worked for my clients. And what it looks like is, again, you decide how often you want to do it. I personally, if I'm like really needing help, I do this every single day. I say, I'm sorry. And it doesn't matter who you're saying this to. You can just say it to the universe, you know, just say, I'm sorry. And think about all the things you're sorry for. Like maybe it's that you didn't treat your body with kindness, or maybe it's that you said, or had negative thoughts in your mind, or, you know, maybe it was that you didn't feed your body enough nutritional food for throughout the day. So whatever it may be, I'm sorry. And then ask for forgiveness. And again, I always recommend that you do this with your higher power. For me, it's God, but implement whatever higher power you have that, that you need forgiveness from, or maybe it's for yourself. Or maybe it's from another person. So again, it doesn't really matter who, as long as you're going through the motion of saying, you know, I ask for forgiveness. It will help open up those lines for you. And then the third one for that is to say thank you. Thank you so 
much for this experience. I kid you not. The more you praise the negative in your life, it doesn't stay negative. It automatically is going to switch to the positive. So thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for allowing me to have this experience. Thank you, you know, to your children or your husband, whatever it may be that you feel gratitude towards, say that. And it's going to raise your vibration and help you feel better throughout the day. And then lastly, ending with, I love you. And again, I personally would recommend saying it to yourself, but if that's still of a challenge, say, I love you and just picture that person that you love or that person that you want to love. And it's going to really help leave you in a place that feels more open, more renewed and more able to take on your day. Oh, I just love it. That is like one of my favorite, favorite things when I was in your group. When was it a month or two ago? And you did yes uh, with us. Oh my gosh. It was amazing. And I literally, I do it all the time. Guys, I promise. Felicia is amazing. What she has to say is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Every Thank tip you. she gives you, you have to do it. Just do I know it. it's, it's like, amazing. we should have said at the beginning, grab out your pen and your paper because you're going to want to write all this down. <laughs> Just re-listen to the episode. <laughs> yes, always. So many good things. Well, again, Talisha, thank you so much. I'm so excited that you were able to join us today. And just, just thank you. You're very welcome. Thank you for having me on here. I loved every minute of it. All right, ladies, thank you so much for listening to the Breakout Podcast. If you haven't subscribed yet, what are you waiting for? Go subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. You know I aim to help women break out of the boxes they've built for themselves and develop the confidence and the strength they need to build a life of pure joy. If you loved this episode, please go leave a rock star review so we can bring more women into this beautiful tribe and build them up to start living their most radiant life. As always, live with passion. Passion, purpose, and a promise to always be true to who you are.